You're listening to Team Talk on ESPN Radio, 1017 The Team. And thank you so much for listening. I'm Joe Neal along with Scott Galetti here at Legend Sportsbook at Santa Ana Star Casino Hotel. Sam back in studio. We're here till 6 o'clock. And then we go to the Cotton Bowl, Mizzou. Uh, facing Ohio State. Looking forward to that. And we've got a bunch of NFL games. That's why I wanted to ask you, uh, Sam and Scott, what are the games uh, that are, in your opinion, the must-watch games uh, for the NFL this weekend there, Sam? So I'm going to go a little bit off the board for this one. The way we, we always like to set this up is there are certain games that are off the board, and generally speaking, the Cowboys are off the board. But in the spirit of let's have let's roll into the, the new year and have some fun, that's the only one that's off the board. Everything else is up for grabs. So I'm going must-watch, desperation at its ultimate level, must-win for both teams. The fighting Zach Gentrys of Las Vegas going into Indianapolis. <laughs> Loser of this game is out. Winner still keeps themselves in the mix for the AFC playoff picture. And... Really, right now, I don't know how you pick against either one of these teams the way that they're playing. I mean, the Raiders are still sub-500, but nothing that's happening with Indianapolis this season makes sense with Gardner Minshew getting to this point. Jonathan Taylor's been hurt. We're talking about all these guys for, for Coach of the Year, and after the way things went last night, hard to imagine now it's not Kevin Stefanski with the Cleveland Browns, but remember... Remember, this is uh, Shane Steichen, the guy who was the offensive coordinator for the Eagles last year, rookie head coach with Gardner Minshew, has him at eight and seven, and the Raiders are kind of this darling team right now. See what they if they can finish on a high note, they still have a chance to get in the playoffs with Zach Gentry. So, both of these teams are as desperate as can be. Let's see what happens. Uh, I, I, I can't hey. uh, just to see what happens. See, so if somebody's been like under a rock and they hear you talking about taking the fighting Zach Gentry's and mentioning the Raiders. You might as well bring everybody up to speed. Uh, If they hadn't heard, we broke this, of course, on Wednesday. But Zach Gentry picked up off of the Bengals P-Squad to the Raiders 53. Uh, When you're on the P-Squad, you can't get picked up by another team's practice squad, but you can get picked up by another team as long as you're part of that 53, meaning you'll be in uniform. uh, And uh, Zach will be just that on Sunday at 11 o'clock against the Colts, wearing not 83 like he wore at Michigan, not 81 like he wore uh, with the Steelers, but wearing number 88. So you're taking... Go ahead. And and in this doggy dog world of you you do... Whatever opportunities you take to get playing time, part of the reason... The Raiders went out and got Zach Gentry because their rookie tight end, Michael Mayer from Notre Dame, didn't play last week. He had a toe injury. He has been ruled out again for this game in Indianapolis, so there really is an opportunity for Zach Gentry to get out there. Your, your tight end, your your starting tight end is not going to play in this game. All right, so we know the game Sam is going to watch. Again, Lions-Cowboys off the table for this discussion. Scott Galetti, By the way, what's, wanted- the, what's the line for that game, by the way? Oh, well, thank you for asking. Uh, so you were asking about... But the Raiders and the Colts the in Indianapolis and Sunday Colts. at 11. Current number is 3.5. It stayed at 3.5. It's at 3.5 now. Colts favored by 3.5. Okay. The total is sitting down to 42 and a half. All right, Scott, 
Galetti. Let me hear who uh, what is on your list, my friend, for what you're going to be watching this weekend. I'm going with the 12 and three Ravens and the 11 and four Dolphins. You want the line on that one? That's gone down from four for the Ravens at home. The three and a half. Over-under is 47, and this is an important game because the Ravens right now, 12-3, and top record in the NFL, and right on their tail, the Dolphins at 11-4. and So you would kind of think, just for playoff purposes, you can call it a must-win game, but, you know, the Ravens in that regard are in the driver's seat, but uh, still, it's... Uh, a battle of a couple of quarterbacks who know how to get it done. Tua, 4,214 yards to uh, Lamar Jackson, 3,357. So let's, like, we always like to say, are you surprised by that? And we should never be surprised, whatever these numbers are. But, guys, this Ravens team went into San Francisco last week and beat the tar out of the 49ers. How are they only a three and a half point favorite? As Scott mentioned, that's what the line going out here. down from four. Yeah, well, today. it's going the other yeah. way. Yeah, I you would think that at home playing a lesser team. I think by most people's account, I mean the Dolphins are fine, but uh, they're they're expecting it to be a nip and tuck game. Uh, Sam, like your thoughts on that? Just because of how dangerous Miami's defense or offense is. In theory, yeah, but the fact that the line has gone down a half a point in Balt in Miami's favor with no Jalen Waddle, Jalen Waddle's not going to play in this game, and it goes from four to three and a half. That's the part. Make that make sense. This, All right, well, I, I mean, yeah. beyond, beyond that, it's it's just a battle of who you trust more in this game. You certainly trust Baltimore more, but that would be a really interesting number if you want to pick the doll. If, if you want to take a shot on Miami. And the line's getting closer. That would be one to watch as it gets closer to Sunday for sure. But, yeah, right. I would totally take the Ravens to cover. Well, I'll tell you what. A lot of line movement in the game that I want to see, guys. Uh, that's the Sunday night game between the Packers at the Vikings, all right? Ooh. Vikings were, yes. <laughs> Thank you. Do that again there, Sam. <laughs> one more time. <laughs> Yours is better. Than they call mine. it the border battle. Yes. The, oh, no kidding. There's going to be a lot of cheddarheads uh, at that game. You know, they, they make in both places, but particularly Green Bay fans travel. They love to show up in their gear, Sam, and we'll see that a, a lot on Sunday night, even though the game is in Minneapolis. There won't even be that. It'll be partially Green Bay fans traveling. There's also a lot of people in that live in Minneapolis that are also that just are Packer fans, fans anyway. You're right. You're right. Okay, you're right. I wasn't so much aware of that, Sam, I, I, but I guess that's a good point. Yeah. Well, I always think of Vikings and having Vikings fans. So, I mean, I didn't think of that many transplant and uh, transplant. I mean, when they, were, they're, they're, when they well, were a they're, slightly they're, above average team and Aaron Rodgers is playing in the, the state right next door, yeah, you're going to be a Packer fan. <laughs> I, I don't know when. I, the Vikings have that's never true. won the Super Bowl, okay? And we know that the – Packers had been attached to the Super Bowl now for a while, and that's why you're going to have fans that even grew up in, in Minneapolis, uh, Minneapolis gravitate towards a winner, in that case, uh, the, um, the Packers. All right, so I'm taking uh, that game as my game to watch. I'm glad it's on Sunday night. And really I'm glad is, is that Jaron Hall will be able to reclaim some respectability to former BYU quarterbacks, all right? Uh, Zach Wilson has taken away all of the respectability that 
BYU quarterbacks have had over the years, including Steve Young and Ty Detmer, and it goes on and on and on. Uh, so I think Jaron Hall, who's going to get the start for the Vikings, a fifth-round guy out of BYU a couple years back, he's going to get the start, and I think he's going to do well. All right, This one Those doesn't make games. sense either, just, just for the sole reason of the guy that saved your season had one bad game, and now you want nothing to do with him. Kevin O'Connell's changing quarterbacks every week, but Josh Dobbs is seemingly done after saving their season. I, I think you're being generous by saying him only having one bad game. I think there was like a, a trend developing, but we'll, we'll worry about that later. Hey, the game we can't talk about is uh, Dallas and... Uh, um, Dallas hosting Detroit, and that game is on Saturday night. Uh, that's tomorrow night, last time I checked. Sam, that's correct. Uh, how intriguing is this? And tell me what, uh, give me a nugget or two that we might not know. Well, I don't like how intriguing this is, honestly. Even though the Lions won the NFC North last week, because Baltimore went into San Francisco and beat the Niners, the Lions are still right there. They're, they're tied for the top spot. They still have a chance to win the NFC and have the NFC playoffs go through Detroit. So they still have everything to play for, even though they won the division. If you're a Cowboys fan, you're hoping, okay, they got that out of the way. Now maybe they'll start resting some guys for the last two weeks. Dan Campbell's probably not going to do that anyway, but especially now with them still playing for the number one seed, you got this middle ground here of the Cowboys being 7-0 at home. We know how much better they are at home. You're playing a really good team that I don't know that you're going to be able to shut down the way that you did Philadelphia. Detroit can be boomer bust in some ways like Philadelphia, but that run game has been unstoppable. When Jared I mean, Jared Goff at his best is as good as any quarterback in the league, and we still don't know. The, the biggest matchup concern that I have for this game is a guy who was watching, you know, a guy who was, uh, his team was, his team is in the college football playoff. He's going to be Watching that game after he plays on Saturday, Aiden, uh, Aiden Hutchinson, the defensive end out of Michigan, he's going to be on that left side. There's a chance that Tyron Smith doesn't play again, and we, the the, the coach, the, the Cowboys coaching staff has not been called out enough for some of the things that went wrong in Miami. We talked a little bit the other day about about some of the decisions that Dan Quinn made on defense. You got a backup left tackle playing. And you give him no help. He's getting whiffed on. The th- the three of us couldn't have done much worse if, uh, compared to Chumo Odoga. And then you don't give him any help. You got guys blazing past him, and you don't set another lineman over there. You don't get a tight end. No, you just leave him to, to spin around and fall on his butt. And now you got Aiden Hutchinson over there. And Dak's going to have some, I, I mean, Dak's going to have some happy feet again. Yeah, I mean, it's certainly a, a comp. Now, wh- how much does this mean to the Cowboys? I mean, let's face it. Depends it the on NFC uh, East is going to be the Eagles. All right, like you know, they, the most more, likely. Yeah, yeah, they're home game against the Cardinals, and then the final game against the Giants. So most likely, let me just find out what the number is here on that. Um, well, while you're doing game. that, okay. I, I, I guess it's 11 de- and a half. There, 11 there and you half. go. Okay, go ahead. There you what go. You I, I guess it depends on how hard the Cowboys want to go. They were in a similar situation last year to maybe stay alive at the at the top in the mix there. And, the, and if the Cowboys won out and finished 12 and 5, they, there is still a mathematical path for them. It just depends on how much they want to try to push towards that versus making sure that everybody's as ready for the playoffs as possible. 
I got you. All right. Uh, this is Team Talk live from Legend Sportsbook inside the Santa Ana Star Casino Hotel. We love coming out here every Friday afternoon. Come by, say hello. A lot of folks have already done that. Uh, you know that the action at the Legend Sportsbook inside Santa Ana Star Casino Hotel is unlike anything else. Sportsbook writers uh, love to talk parlays, teasers, prep, prop bets, futures, and more. Don't forget they have an amazing steakhouse here at Santa Ana Star Casino Hotel. The Juniper Steakhouse. Sizzling steaks, fresh seafood food and an elevated dining experience that won't break the bank all right and uh, also Santa Ana Star Casino Hotel wants to remind you that Quesada's Comedy Club and Cantina is now open and is uh, off to a, a raging start uh, sellouts go to Quesada's Dot com it's Stephen Michael Quesada spelled with a Q-U-E-Z-A-D-A-S com quesadas.com and check out some of the amazing shows that they have coming earlier i mentioned chris Catan, famous for characters like mango and then night at the roxbury and all that stuff he's coming up january 19 and 20 so just go to quesadas.com and they'll answer all your questions there all right again we're going to take a quick break when we come back we do something every week at this time and that is to get caught up with ryan highness He's the director of gaming operations out here in this fine facility. We'll catch up with Rhino next, find out who his three best bets are. And he said he was going to give us a college game, too. We'll Ooh. do that when we come back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was. He had hit eight of his last 12. I don't know how he did last weekend. He'll tell us. He always tells us, you know, how it is. Uh, but one way or the other, we'll talk to him when we come back. Team Talk, Joe O'Neill, Scott Galetti at Legend Sportsbook, Santa Ana Star Casino Hotel, ESPN Radio, 1017 The Team.